Straight up. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Show me the money! I need to feel you, Jerry! Show me the money! Jerry, you better yell! Show me the money! We like, like the juice, juice huh? Yeah. Juice is good. Very good. So good. Cashing Out Podcast, I'm Scotty Vegas with Anthony Rothman and Moneyline Mark. And guys, I will tell you that I was up until 1 in the morning last night watching some Pac-12 football where I hit a whopper for the first time in a long time. I took Utah minus 7, and they ended up getting up by 14 during the game. And then so I hop on uh, Washington State and end up taking them at plus seven and a half. And the game ends up, uh, Utah ends up winning the game by four. So the old fashioned whopper back in play, Anthony, Mm. and it feels good. Love the window. Love when that window opens. Then you got to decide whether you don't want to get greedy and you want to take the hedge. And I mean, when a window opens pretty sizable and gives you a chance to win both bets, it's really the greatest way. I mean, I know gamblers don't want to go into anything wanting to mitigate losses. That's not where the excitement is. But when you get a window that big, I think you got to take it, especially in a game where you think like, okay, there may be some bounce back. Wazoo was at home, right? Yep. They were at home too. So yep. that helps maybe the game not getting away from them. So congrats. That's great. The original window whopper comes through. It's always, always awesome. When you're when the team you bet on scores first and it opens up a, a decent window or something you feel like you can grab. Great. It's funny because I, I've kind of gone away from the principles this year. And unfortunately, this has been a tough football season for me. It really has. Everybody. Um, and, and I'm not just talking NFL because I know NFL is ridiculously tough, but college has been tough too. Um, you know, the one thing that has kept coming through in the last five games has been Ohio State covering. They are now 5-2-1 and one on the season on covering, and that's after losing the first two against the spread. So uh, the three of us will make our predictions for the Ohio State-Penn State game. That line's anywhere between 14.5 and 15 right now. Uh, but I want to just start out by saying it's funny that Ohio State is going on the road against a top-15 team and it doesn't even feel like there's any panic or any concern or any uh, huge buildup to this game. Would you agree with that, Anthony? It's because of the way Ohio – because teams can't stay with them for four quarters. I know Notre Dame did. It was the first game out of the blocks. And I just keep saying that in order to upset Ohio State, you need so many things to go right. And then on top of the turnovers that you're going to need, you need to cash in on those turnovers. And then if you cash in on those turnovers, then you need to catch Ohio State's offense on a bad night. It's a, it's, it's really a tough recipe. And a team like Penn State, um, this is a, this is the largest home dog as a top 15 Big Ten team in 40 years. So I'll say that again. This is the largest spread mm. that a top 15 Big Ten team has ever been in the last 40 years. Wow. So they're top 15 and they're getting 15. That's wild. Like that's, that is, and by the way, we're talking about Happy Valley. We're not talking about some nothing home field advantage. Like that's, that's pretty big. That's and, right. And so, you know, the other thing to look at though, guys, and, and, you know, I've watched enough Ohio State Penn State games over the years. Ohio State's won nine in the last 10, but five of those have been by single digits. Yeah. And so there's always this sense of, 
You know, and it's Ohio State's only second road game of the year. And the first road game was against Michigan State, an absolute nothing. We, I think we can all agree Penn State is better than Michigan State. Yeah. And then you add the experience of Clifford, not that he can't give the ball away. And then you had some of the seniors on that team defensively. And then all of a sudden you have the makings of something where a team could stick around. Um, I, I don't see, certainly nobody thinks Penn State will win the game. And maybe that's what your, your original point, Scott, is true, that Ohio State is that good. I don't think it's people think Penn State sucks. I think they just believe Ohio State is that good and unstoppable over four quarters. All right, Mark, you are the one with the huge ticket. Okay, you got the Ohio State National Championship ticket. I know Anthony and I are mm. both jealous of what you've got on Ohio State winning the title. Current odds, Ohio State, uh, they are plus 180, tied with Georgia on the site that I'm looking at here. And then you've got Alabama at a little more than three to one. How good do you feel? And is there any concern for you against Penn State? Absolutely not. You know, I, I was fortunate enough to go to the game, uh, I think it was 2018, the whiteout in Penn State when uh, Haskins came back with less than a minute to go and won that game. And I, I have to tell you, that was a rough environment. I don't know if you guys have sat in the stands ever at uh, one of those games, but it is crazy. The, the white pom-poms in your face and the fans were just brutal and uh, we're just – giving us a hard time the entire game. And then they were very quiet that last minute. And it was just so rewarding. And what an amazing experience that was. But no, I, in terms of my bet, I don't have any, uh, any concern really whatsoever. Do you have any I interest mean, we, because you have a sizable amount on Ohio state winning at all. Do you have any interest in starting to think about hedging that ticket? Because you, you got a lot on Ohio state uh, right now. Ohio state is, tied as being the favorite so there is value out there if you wanted to grab a Tennessee at 16 to 1 or you wanted to grab uh, one of these others like a, like even a, a Clemson at 16 to 1 or Michigan at 15 to 1 mm -hmm. is there any desire to hedge yet not yet cuz i just don't really i a lot the, the second best team to me is really up in the air i don't I, and there's you know some big games still to be played um so not really yet for me i probably will when it goes to the the end but at this point, no. See, I, I'm, I kind of like Scott's view of this. Um, not that I'm fearful that Ohio State won't be in the game. And I said on the show the other day that if Ohio State is not in the final game, if they're not in the title game, right now I can say it's a massive disappointment. Massive. massive. Yes. It, it's, it's right now, and we're big boys. We can say it out loud. Um, none of this, oh, you're going to jinx the team crap. Like, we've seen enough now to know that I'm not saying, and I'm not handing him the trophy. I'm just talking about playing in that game, being four quarters away. Now, if, if they if they face Tennessee in a semifinal, that would be a great game. That's fighting fire against fire, although Tennessee's defense is just horrendous. Mm -hmm. um, and then I do I'm – not, I'm not even handing them the Michigan game right now, even though I think that Michigan's so one-dimensional that I don't think they're going to be able to stay with Ohio State. Um, Clemson's going to be there. Like, they, they survived that game last week. They should be there. So, uh, you know, you put $500 on Tennessee or Clemson right now and they win the title, that's eight grand. That's real money. So it is something to think about. Now, I don't think we're going to pick, pick, pick up the curtain on what Mark has. That's his private business. But I will tell you now, if, if we're reading him correctly, if he's not willing to take a couple 16 to ones, then we know what he's got. He's got a massive payday coming on Ohio State because it's, that's just not enough money right now for him to want to wanna hedge against it. Um, so 
that's kind of where he stands. But I agree with you, Scott. You try to take some teams that you think will be in the playoff or could be in the playoff, and you get them now at 16-1. to That would be tempting for me. Yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised to see Tennessee at 16-1. to Because they got to go to Georgia. And Clemson. But, but let's yep. say they lose a close one to Georgia. Mm-hmm. They could still find their way into the playoff. Um, but okay. So look, I, I know I, to me, as far as the hedge goes for you, Mark, you feel comfortable that they're at least, uh, that Ohio state's going to get through Penn state and that you can, the good thing for you is I think you can see that Tennessee Georgia game before you have to strike because Ohio state's not going to lose, uh, especially before Michigan. So, uh, I'm kind of with you. I think you can kind of hold off and wait. How does Tennessee get back in though, in your mind, if they lose at Georgia? If they lose to Georgia in a close game, mm-hmm. they'll have that win over Alabama. They mm-hmm. have several ranked wins. Mm-hmm. Um, and then let's say Georgia goes on and, and goes undefeated mm-hmm. and wins the SEC. So that would eliminate Bama. Okay. And so Tennessee would potentially be the second team out yeah. of the SEC. Now you would need a Clemson uh, probably to lose at some point, maybe the ACC championship game. You would maybe need – TCU to not be undefeated, but I think there's a way that there's yeah. a second SEC team that gets in. So I think if 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 it goes to your theory, which is Tennessee's lone loss is at number one in a good game, then you're right. They could get that that favor of that the body of work is good enough. Um, do they get in over a conference champion like TCU? Would they get, they should get in over a Pac-12 champion. Um, let's say Clemson goes undefeated, they're in. Ohio State runs the table, they're in. SEC champ gets in. That leaves one spot between Tennessee, Big 12, Tennessee, and Pac-12. Tennessee, Big 12, and Pac-12. And then slight room for Michigan getting that treatment. But Michigan doesn't have a schedule. Michigan's biggest problem is if their resume is going to go up against Tennessee's and Michigan's only losses at Ohio State and Tennessee's only losses at Georgia, Tennessee's winning that argument every day. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And as far as Tennessee versus the Big 12 champ, I mean – you know, as far as TCU is undefeated, so they need TCU to lose. They do. Um, but that's the case. As far as the Pac-12, USC, Oregon, if Oregon goes on to win the Big 12, look, Georgia beat uh, beat uh, Oregon by almost six, seven touchdowns in week one. Yeah, they'll get benefit, and that was first game of the year. They'll get a little benefit on what they are now versus what they were. But but losing by like yeah. six or seven touchdowns, I, yeah. I would have a I hard agree. time seeing them get in. But anyway, that's that's down the line. That's looking at the hedge. Let's look at our scores, though, for Ohio State-Penn State because right now Mark leads our season-long contest by one. Last week, Mark had Ohio State in the over. Both of those hit. I had Ohio State in the over. Those both hit. Anthony, you went 41 to 6, which was Ohio State in the under. So you now drop back to two games behind Mark, mm. one game behind me. Today, we're going to go with Ohio State, the line at minus 15, and the over under number at 60 and a half. I'll give you guys my score first. I have Ohio State 42, Penn State 20. So I'm going to go Ohio State covering and Ohio State over. Anthony, where are you going with? What's the over under? 60 and a half. 60 and a half. Um, it feels like somewhere in that area. Um, you know, I originally went with like a 38 17 because it just feels like a Penn State. It feels like that kind of score on the road that, that Penn State could hang around. And Ohio State certainly gets the late cover, but 38 17 doesn't get me the over. And that's the question. And I, I just don't know if, if Penn State has enough offense 
to get the, get this thing over. So I really would need Ohio State to certainly get into the into the forties where you have them, and I don't think I have them scoring twenty. So if I can get them into the forty one. 17 area that's still only 58 that doesn't get you know I went the under last week and and it did not pay off I just thought that Iowa defense would would I first of all I didn't think Ohio Iowa would score a touchdown like mm-hmm. they wouldn't do anything right, right. um and they got the defensive score which yeah. was the killer <laughs> um so I'm going to go Ohio State covering and I'm going to go back to the well on the under okay I think that Penn State might be good enough to ugly it up a little bit to get me an under. Okay. So 41-17. 41-17, which gives you a total of 58. All right, Mark, what are you going with? 42-17, so very, very close to Anthony's uh, Ohio State wins. You know what's funny is Mark is 42 points, I'm 42 points, <laughs> Anthony's 41 points. <laughs> uh, and then, Mark, you're, you're 17 for Penn State. Anthony, you're 17 for Penn State. I'm 20 for Penn State. So our scores are so ridiculously close together. So, Mark, you are also going with the under, though, with uh, 59 total points. So I really need the over to hit. All right, now we need to to go with our, our favorite prop, which is the first touchdown of the game for the Buckeyes. And uh, I think, Mark, you went first last week. So, Anthony, you get first choice on this one. All right, I'm going to – I think this is, I think, the key to this game. I, I want to get this uh, the dual engine running backs back up and going. Uh, that Penn State team was shredded by Michigan in the run game. I think it will be big for them. I do like their their secondary Penn State. Uh, not that Ohio State certainly couldn't pass the ball in, but I'm going to play the safe card here and go with a running back, and I will go with the guy that leads them in rushing touchdowns, and that is Mayan Williams. Okay, yeah, and by the way, Mayan had the first touchdown last week. None of us had him. You you both had wide receivers and I had Henderson. So right the the wrong running back. Right. Yes. All right, uh, Mark. Who are you going with? Uh, he you took Mayan Williams. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take Henderson. Okay, so that leaves me. I'm going to go with uh, Harrison. <laughs> Jackson Mark. Smith and Jigba. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm going to go Marvin Harrison. Uh huh. All right, so we're all on the Buckeyes. Now uh, I'm on the over. Your guys are yeah. on the under. Now, real quickly, I'm surprised that none of us went with, and they'll, I guess there are no changes now, but none of us went with the Pennsylvania kid, Fleming, going back to Happy Valley and getting that first touchdown. He yeah. may score, but he may not get the first one, right? Yeah, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Okay, so let's move gears quickly here to the NFL real, uh, real quick. So last week, the Chiefs with a dominating win over the 49ers, and uh, the Bills were off last week. But I wanted to uh, ask you guys this. If I gave you the Bills and the Chiefs versus the field, where are you guys on that? Anthony, you first. So you're giving me – so here's the difference. You're giving me the, the two best teams, but you're also giving me two AFC teams. So I'm not covered anywhere else. But I think if you give me the Chiefs and Bills, I'm getting one of them into the game. And if I'm getting one of them into the game, I think I'll have the favorite. So uh, I would do that. I would take the Chiefs and the Bills against the field today. Mark? I would, too. Top two quarterbacks in the league, probably. Um, yeah, I, I would take those two teams. Okay, so that's that's where I am, too. I, I would also probably take those two versus the field. But looking at the Super Bowl odds now, 
is there a team out there that you like their value on? So I'll just read off some of some of the numbers that we've got out there. So we, uh, we've got the Eagles at plus five fifty. You've and, and by the way, I was I was reading last night that they're looking to potentially make a trade to add Alvin Kamara. Which how <laughs> crazy would that be uh, to add him to the to the mix? Um, you've got the still you've got the 49ers despite not looking good the last few weeks, but making that trade for McCaffrey, they're at 14 to one. Uh, you've got the Bucks, who looked bad again last night. They're at 20 to one. And then you've got teams like the Rams and the Chargers are, are 30 to one. You got the Cowboys at 16, the, the Ravens at 16. How about this? Is there anything that jumps out? Yeah. You guys? Well, I, I'd like to see what did the uh, Jamar Chase news do to the Bengals odds? So I know that they were 20 to one and they, they are actually still 20 to one. So it didn't do anything. Did nothing. Huh? Um, it's interesting without with him, I would have taken the value on them again. I would have. Yeah. I think even though they're, they got to get through the AFC, right. I and mean, that's, it's tough, but you never know where an injury might come. And um, I would, I would lean that way. Um, I don't believe in the Ravens to actually win the Super Bowl, And there are very few teams that I could say right now, where they'd win it. I think the Chargers are just, again, coming out of the AFC with injuries. I don't like that. So, honestly, this may be weird. I think the best value right now are the Eagles at, what would you say, five and a half to one? Yep. That's, a, those are, that's pretty good. That's the best team in the NFC. You don't have to beat those AFC teams to get there. All you got to do is beat one of them when you do get there. And five and a half to one is pretty good. What are the Vikes? Vikes are 18. They'll never win the Super Bowl in my lifetime. So I would never bet that <laughs> it's never going to happen for me. It's just not going to happen. Um, so that'd be wasted money. And then I, I don't really trust the Cowboys. No, right I don't. Know. And I don't know if I trust, and I probably don't trust Garoppolo either. So mm -hmm. honestly, the value is in the NFC favorite in my estimation. Yeah. You guys tell me different, which by the way, they are, the Eagles are plus five fifty, and the chiefs are seven to one. So those are the odds. Mark, your thoughts? Is there a team outside the Bills Chiefs that you would be interested in? Absolutely not. I mean, I, I have so many question marks about almost every team you mentioned. So, no, I, I don't, none really pop out to me. Okay. And then lastly, I'm going to give you guys the floor on is there a thought on the World Series? Is there a thought on early NBA? What's working for you? What's not as far as the betting world? Anthony, you go first. You know, I was thinking about the World Series, and, you know, I'll be pulling for the Phillies, and they got the lineup to do it, but um, I haven't even checked the odds on that. I think Houston's obviously a fairly decent favorite to win it. And we also know that Mattress Mac has yes. $10 million to make $75 million oh. on uh, his Astros. Although he did admit today that he lost $17 million on the Bengals in the Super Bowl last year. So he, he and Mark, Money My Mark, should get together and have some dinner, talk war stories. Yeah. They got very similar type uh, type bets out there. Um, I think there's some value on the Phillies at plus 150. I do. I think that lineup uh, could stay hot. I, I think they have enough pitching, and I'll tell you, I think there's a little value there. I don't think I. I don't think it's a, minus 180 on Houston doesn't excite me. So I would ride that Phillies wave right now. Philly's a hot city right now. They got a lot going. Plus 150 seems the way to go. I don't love it, but um, I would take I would take a nibble on that plus 150. Okay, Mark, you're the NBA guy. Anything out there that uh, that you recommend? Yeah, a couple things. So the Cavs to win the East is big. Uh, I, I got it at twenty to one. 
Mm. Um, I don't know if it's moved since then, but wow. I really like that team. I love their depth. Um, they and you know they're gonna have Rubio back soon. I, they're fun to watch. You know, I, I just love the Cavs coming out of the East. They are a little young. It'll be wow. tough to get past Boston and some other teams, but I do like uh, the Cavs. You got them at the twenty, and Mark now they're currently uh, twelve. So yeah, so you got good value. I, I did it before the season. I actually got got them before they got Mitchell, so that's probably partially why I got it at twenty. But anyway, that that's good. And then uh, from a daily perspective, um, I've been doing a lot of points, rebounds, assists. Mm-hmm. I've been riding that for a while now on Giannis, uh, Jason Tatum. Um, those two guys typically cover Luca is another one who typically covers. So I, I usually have been, you know, doing pretty well on those bets points, rebounds, assists with those three guys. Love it. The one thing that I did last night was as soon as that Jamar chase news came out, I actually grabbed the Browns at plus three and a half for, for Monday mm-hmm. night football. Uh, I don't love it because it's still the Cleveland Browns, you know, and, and Joe Burrow, uh, but uh going up against them and but I think at plus three and a half I like that I got the hook that was the move that I took for Monday night yeah uh, they, they seem to play close games and the Browns know that this is pretty much their season it's another divisional game they just lost to to uh Baltimore so now you know they, you can't lose the the next best team in the division so um then they're going into their bye week so they're either going into their bye week on Five straight losses or not, so I, I don't mind that. They're yeah. at home on a Monday night. It's kind of a last stand for Cleveland. I feel like Cleveland will find a way to lose on a last-second field goal or something <laughs> like that. Something stupid will happen at the end, and they'll only lose by three or less. So I feel like that that bet is is pretty solid. All right, that's it for cashing out for this week. We'll be, be, we'll be back next week. We'll recap the OSU-Penn State game and look forward for more odds. That's it for this week. Catch you next week.